single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed 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 therapy with Ari Manis. Welcome to another episode of Unlicensed Therapy with me, your host Ari Manis. Today we have my friend Caroline Shank here as the guest. Hi. If you're not familiar with the show, I have comedians come in, friends. Okay. They talk about their problems. Okay. A therapy session, if you will. I help them out. And if you're wondering. Ari, why are you the one to give therapy? What's You're not a licensed psychiatrist? Yeah, it's true. I'm not a licensed psychiatrist. I wasn't even a psychology major in college. What was your major in college? Film. Oh, this Film is, and digital this media. This makes sense. I'm not even the guy my friends go to for advice. But you know what? I care. And you give it. I care and I give it. You whether give, they want or not. The advice. Unsolicited advice. Maybe that's what it should be changed to. Unlicensed. Unlicensed therapy. And unsolicited. Now, from my perspective, from an outsider, someone who we're friends, but we're not very, very close. You get up all over town doing stand-up comedy. It's true. You have a nice little following on the internet. It's true. You have a roof over your head. You got some nice clothes on. Right. You're doing things. Right. So, what seems why are you here? A few different things. One, um, I feel like I'm having issues with one social media because I do think that it gives me a lot of anxiety. Like you feel like you need to post more. You're not. You're posing too much. What's it's your just, issue? I with? think it's all of it. It's like the reasons why you I check post. It too much. I check it too, mo- too much. Yeah. I check it too much, and then after I check it, I feel worse about myself. Or anxious, or like I should be doing more, or like I'm not getting all of the responses I want, or all of it. I feel like it's very directly related somehow to like mental health. And the more that I'm on it, the less mentally well I feel. I think that's a very common problem that we all suffer from. Yeah, I definitely check my Instagram too much. You know when it says... You ran out of new stuff to look at? That's me. Wait, there's that? Well, because mine updates me when I've been on it for an hour. I don't have that turned on. And sometimes it's right away. It's like yeah. 1.05. Oh, I wake up. I probably on. sit on social media for an hour just when I wake up in bed, like before I even start my day. And what are you looking at? Nothing. Wormholes of bullshit. I like looking at animals. What kind of animals? Fluffy ones, like small. Cute animals. Like baby goats, Do you follow baby a lot donkeys. Of zoos, local zoos. No, I, there's only one zoo. But what I do, what do you find mean there's one zoo. The LA Zoo. There's the San Diego Zoo. I could give a fuck about that. I know that's like San the Diego's big the zoo. best zoo. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm just like not a zoo girl. It's funny. I'm a zoo guy. Like when I go on oh, the road to new cities, I always look up the local zoo, and if I have time, I go check it out. Why? I don't know. It's just fun. Like. I sometimes I like the smaller the zoo, the better even. 
it's just fun the to see smaller the zoo the better yeah like i'm from san diego which has the best zoo supposedly ha- it does and it's a and it's a large incredible and zoo. like a wild animal park right? but sometimes i like just going for a little a, basic a zoo that takes 20 minutes to walk through the whole thing or 30 minutes and you still get to see some pretty cool animals i mean even local zoos will some a lot of times have a lion or some sort of a bobcat or a coyote or some a wolf really cool animals that you get to see close up a bobcat at the local zoo yeah (laughs) but then for the first time ever so i'm you know i'm big proponent of zoos there's some people like oh it's mean to cage them up i'm not i don't i don't think like that i think it's cool they most of the people who work at zoos love animals more than anyone so if it was mean they wouldn't be doing it i think they're taking care of them half the time these animals are captured or rescued where they wouldn't survive in the wild they're being studied maybe they're endangered and they're being bred there's typically it's it's pretty rare that an animal is just captured from the wild in a mean way and just thrown into a zoo that's not typically how it goes down so but i also like that it's giving like people an opportunity to see an animal that maybe they wouldn't get a yeah, chance to you, see yeah it's knowledge it's seeing animals up close it's spreading awareness about endangered and poaching and there's a lot of pros to zoos but anyway that's a whole nother debate let's get into the pros (laughs) and cons of zoos. this is getting into politics but anyway i'm a proponent of zoos okay but i was in uh boise idaho recently oh shit you went to the local and i went to the boise idaho zoo okay uh, not to name drop with andrew santino i was opening for him and so i'm name dropping and that zoo was so depressing and so well, Boise's sad. depressing. I'm sorry. Have you been? Yeah, I went to a bachelorette party <laughs> in Boise. Who, who has their bachelor? Were they? Did they live in Boise? This person. Why were they having their bachelorette party in Boise? It was my best friend in high school's cousin who was like pregnant, and it was like a shotgun wedding. And the were, bachelorette. Why were party, you invited to your best friend's cousin's wedding? I got to just go up and be like, it was like summer and her family was like, yeah, come on. Okay. We'll drive you up. And then we just got wasted. The mom let us drink. How long ago was this? This was a long time ago. This was like, it was enough to not want to go back. I'll say I don't. 16 years ago. Oh, that is a long time ago. I'll say Boise has grown a lot since then, from my understanding. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't hate Boise booming? as a city. It is. It's a booming city. Their downtown area is growing. Uh, there's bars and Bars. A lot of outdoor sports, a lot of outdoor enthusiasts, things that I enjoy. Football. No. I don't think they have a I football team. I think there's team. a lot of people who like think, football. I mean, maybe Boise State does. Maybe the college does, but there's no NFL team in Boise. They need one. They could uh, be appreciated I don't, I don't think they're a big enough city to support one. Oh. Because you need to fill a certain amount of seats, sell a certain amount of tickets. They can barely have a zoo. That's right. So anyway, I go. To, we <laughs> go to the zoo. It is the saddest, most depressing zoo it's just you I've and Santino at the zoo. Yeah, we're walking through the zoo. It was $10 a person. They have Tax giraffes, giraffes there that they had to keep. It's too cold for them to be outside. So they're they're not there. They're in this indoor enclosure that was just like this small cement room. It looks so sad. In these a sad giant giraffe. giraffe. Yeah, it was like this giant giraffe in this tiny little room that was could barely hold it because they're so tall. So that was really sad. Then all these outdoor enclosures looked like they hadn't been clean. They were like smelly and dirty. It just was, it was a really depressing zoo. And I've never had the thought until this zoo where I was like, this zoo should be shut down. 
this is mean to have so, these animals here. Do you change your stance on zoos? I don't change my stance on zoos, but on this particular zoo. I didn't realize that there were so not all zoos. fuck zo- the Idaho Boise. Fuck the Boise, Idaho Zoo. Because I've been to small zoos where they take pride in their little zoo and they keep it clean and nice. And Can you not say where they take pride in their little <laughs> zoo? The people That's there. That's absurd. The people at the Boise Zoo clearly didn't have any pride in their zoo because it was disgusting. Well. And it was mean for these animals to be there. That's that's terrible. That's how I feel. That's that I don't remember how we got to this tangent about zoos. Well, we started with social media, but somehow we ended up Oh yeah, cuz you zoos. you follow fluffy animals. Oh, fluffy animals, but I follow social. like, you know, dogs with followings that are doing mm-hmm. things. Like they might have an overbite and like a wacky tongue and they might have like surf. dog down <laughs> syndrome, but they're thriving on I didn't know there were dogs with down syndrome. I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong thing. You know what I mean, though? Yeah, or they're like, maybe they're like products of inbreeding dogs where they might have some type of <laughs> some type of thing going dog on. Dog breeders who, by mistake, bred the brother and sister together. Yeah, but the dog's cute as fuck and has like an overbite and its tongue hangs out. Or yeah. like mini ponies. Sure, I'll look at them. I'm not breeding them, but I'll fucking look at them on there. My uncle used to have a mini pony in his backyard. Really? Yeah, he got a pet mini pony. He got and? it on trade for adverti- advertising the pony company in his newspaper because he owns a newspaper. That's what he does for a living. And Wait, he did a trade? Yeah. Like, so I'll give you an ad if you give yeah, me Yeah, I'll give you a certain amount of ads. Or I don't know what the exact trade was, how much ads they got. but So I'll, many ads, probably. Probably. Because I think a it was horse, like a, a, a $10,000. Yeah, it was like a $10,000. Oh, I remember now. So this pony... You know what? You can't ride these ponies because they're too small. They're just like but could a child? show ponies. Maybe a child could, but that's not. I don't think that was it. Most people don't get these ponies to be ridden. No, they just, they're get like them show to ponies. Like pet and like tie bows on. Yeah, exactly. That's it's what just I like, want. One it's just for. like a a dog that you can't really play a flex. with. Flex. Just a you, flex. A dog that you could pet. You can go to the backyard and pet. I'd like it. And that's it. It was cool, but I'd this feed pony it apples and was, braid its um, hair. This this breed of pony was very expensive, and this pony was missing an eye. No. But apparently that didn't affect its breeding, so it still had it still had its value because you could Wait breed a it. But it was no one wanted it <laughs> because it, it couldn't be a show pony itself. So okay. he, so it was like a pony that this guy was trying to get rid of, and my uncle took it. He's like he's space. missing an eye. Yeah, that's not pony. a big deal but he's like it's missing an eye but you could still breed it and make <laughs> you could still breed it okay so yeah. did your uncle breed mini no, ponies no he never did and I think his neighbors ended up complaining that he had a pony and he had to get rid of the pony did he what was the pony's name I don't remember damn did you it meet the pony it was a decade pony? ago yeah I met the pony was it cute it was mean you couldn't it was even a pet. mean yeah. mini pony this was like the most undesirable pony it was mean. It would huff around the backyard and and eat carrots and have one eye. No. Yeah. This one's like the meanest mini pony. I thought all mini ponies were just nice. It had a Napoleon complex, I think. I feel like all mini ponies, they just seem whimsical. Like, they would be nice. Like, oh, I'm a mini pony. I'm like That's what you'd think. Cause they look like, Oh, look how cute. <laughs> it's like a, a little person pony. Right. But a lot of them have little people egos, too. Do they? Yeah. I don't know if ego is the right word. Little people complex. 
a chip on their shoulder. Chip on their shoulder. Maybe this pony was teased by its other the two eyed ponies. Maybe, but also like, if I was one a product of inbreeding, because you'd have to be to be a mini pony and missing an eye. You think that's how many ponies were created inbred? They're not. I don't know. You don't think they existed naturally in they the wild? They don't. I know that they don't exist naturally in the wild, and that we have to breed them that way. I know that's, that. I do you? For sure, yeah. How do you know that? It's you like looked toy, it up? It's like toy Yorkies. Did you look it up? Or I you know just that. assume that? I'm like 99% sure. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying, have you done the research? Or are you I just have, saying... I have no data in front of me right now. But you've seen data in the past? I'm pretty sure. Let me look it up. <laughs> Should I? Sure. Ugh. Fuck, you know... Mini ponies. Mini what are you gonna? How do you even? How do you even Google how this? Do, do mini ponies? Do miniature ponies do exist mini in the wild? Ponies exist. Okay, you look up that. I'm gonna look up. Do miniature ponies exist in the wild? Pony. How do mini ponies exist? That's a weird, weird way to put it. Do miniature ponies? <laughs> Many breeds actually. Five things you've wondered about miniature horses. I don't like calling them miniature horses. Yeah, what's the difference between a horse and a pony Well, again? a pony's a baby. Oh, that's what it is? Okay. Right? Ponies can certainly know, survive actually. in the wild, <laughs> and some do. A number of pony breeds original originated from islands. Wait, hold on. A lone mini. The first lone pony was Where given the name. Where do miniature ponies come from? Europe. Yeah, I think they do exist in the wild. They do? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. They're dwarfs. Oh, here we go. Here we go. No, it you're says, right. You're right. Um, miniature horses are horses defined by their small height. They can be found in many nations, particularly in Europe and the Americas. Let's go to Europe. And are the result of centuries of selective breeding. Depending on the particular breed registry involved, the height of these horses are usually less than 34 to 38 inches. So it's selective breeding by people. People taking the smallest horses. And breeding them down and down until you have a tiny little miniature horse. The first one uh, recorded came to America in 1888, and he was given the name Yum Yum. <laughs> yum Yum. That's Aww. what I got. Ah, so yeah, well, you're right. You're right the whole time. They do not exist in a while. I mean, listen. Miniature horses. So, how do you feel about him overall? The horse. Like mini ponies, those like a category. Um, you know, I think breeding, it doesn't sound like something that God would have wanted to me. I mean, until you saw them and was like, damn, they're cute. That's true. Uh, oh my God, my therapist, real therapist, killed a bug. In the middle he of your therapy session? his hands together and goes, got that, it. And that did that affect your therapy for the rest of the time? I mean, I don't know. I I think I really like my therapist because I've seen past a few things like that he's done. He takes off his shoes and his socks. Not During his socks. Not his socks. His shoes. His shoes. He starts taking off his shoes. And you, and then, but you like it. You're like, yeah, get comfortable. Well, it's just like, I guess, like be comfortable. How long have you been seeing him for? A few months. Oh, so he's fairly new. Yeah. So he's very comfortable. He also will massage his feet I over his socks. I didn't realize you go and to a real therapist. Yeah. I'm a little threatened right now. Oh, don't be threatened. It's like uh, now I'm competing. I need all the advice I can get. Now I'm competing against this professional. You know, you know? I think a professional is just a state of mind. Yeah. 
you know? Well, I would never be able to talk to him about mini ponies. I would, but it would be like... Well, you feel like you're wasting your... You're not getting your money's worth if you're talking right. about mini ponies Right, I gotta come with, with all the problems. Yeah, you gotta... Unlo- if you spend 30 minutes on miniature horses... You're like, well, shit, I just well, paid $150 like, to talk about miniature horses with this guy. Yeah, even like after Anthony Bourdain died, I was like, I can't bring that to the session. I can only dedicate one or two minutes to it. And then I was like, okay, it's just something that upset me because it just happened this morning. But I don't want to dedicate too much time to Bourdain because I didn't personally know him. Okay, so let's pretend like I'm your therapist that you've been seeing for months. Okay. Go. How you doing today, Sarah? I'm okay today. I'm in the middle of moving, which I'm very stressed about. Why does that stress you out? It's Uh, exciting. It's an exciting time in your life. It's not a very exciting time in my life because I'm trying to figure out some time management stuff in addition to moving. And sometimes I overcommit to things. Are you doing it yourself or are you hiring movers? I'm hiring movers. You are? Yeah, I think I'm just overthinking it. Yeah, you're overthinking it. Well, you as being a therapist is cracking me up right now <laughs> because because you what? just got way too therapistish <laughs> well, i was like comfortable we were yeah. talking about mini ponies and all of a sudden you Shit's went getting like, real you went like it took a dark weird turn and you're like <laughs> not- let's pretend i'm your real therapist and i'm like okay listen yeah. moving is a stressful thing but you have to remember it'll take a couple days it's exciting you're getting this new place in a new part of the city that is better than this part. That's is true. it further away from the beach? Yes. Is it hotter? Yes. Is rent going to go up a little bit? Yes. <laughs> but ultimately. But ultimately, it's what you want. And that's why you're doing it. That's true. And it's exciting. I like you're the gonna positivity you're You're going to be around unlike- better people, more like-minded people, a little away from these Hollywood phonies. Yeah, these Hollywood phonies. There's a lot of phonies in this town. Yeah. More than the average. There's a lot of phonies in the world, in the country. But I would say L.A. has a higher percentage of phonies than anywhere else. How do you think I should interact with these phonies at a distance? I keep them at at arm's length. I'm I'm respectful. I'm kind. Good to see you. How are you? Don't don't get too close. You're over here, phony. (laughs) Talk to the hand. No, I don't. Just back you know, up, keep them, buddy. Keep them there. You don't got my back. You're over here. Unless and how you, quickly you can read? You can read fast. I think I'm pretty. I'm. You I get read fast pretty fast. Reading them. And it's like, yeah, I judge people right away. Too fast, maybe even. Sometimes I'm probably wrong. I've probably kept some people at arm's distance that are good people. That should be. But if I get a phony vibe, they they're there. They have to really work hard to get out of it. They better fucking respect you. <laughs> Right. I, you know, I could always use more respect. Do you feel like you're uh, respected in your industry? Some days, yes. Some days, no. <laughs> you know. For me, it's always no. You don't feel respected? I get no respect. You feel disrespected? Not disrespected. Maybe. Just, not disrespected, just not but just respected. like you don't get respect. I'm invisible. You feel invisible. I feel invisible in Hollywood. No, you don't. Yeah. Even with that big hat you've been wearing lately? Well, I haven't been wearing it in Hollywood. I only wear well, the big hat on the road. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> you think I should wear a cowboy hat? I think you start getting town? a lot more respect. I don't think I'd get respect. I might get attention. Well, what's the difference? That's a good question. I mean, in stand-up. Yeah. 
I don't know. Have you ever worn a big hat around? You have. I think I've seen you in some big hats. Oh, no, not around the comedy world. I keep my big hats But you separate. wear some flashy stuff, though. I'll wear something flashy, but little, I always have, have a little, little sass in your yeah, outfits. a little spice, so if you, you will. You're moving out of West Hollywood. Moving out of West Hollywood. And you're going to, for this temporary transition period, you're going to go live with your parents. Live with my parents for a month or two, and then... That means two. Probably. Probably too. Until I, however long it takes to find a place that I actually love. Got it. So you're not doing, it's not a financial decision. It's not. There. It's just, just a transitionary period. It's a transitionary period, but it's going to be a lot more traffic, which I'm not that thrilled about. But also like if I need to rent like an Airbnb somewhere. I have one. I know. <laughs> but if I need to do that for a little bit, then I can. It's just like, so I don't sign a though, lease. Right? It'll just... Your no. parents will let you li- live yeah, there. Yeah, my parents as long are cool. It's just like I don't want to sign a lease unless I'm like excited about the place. And I've been looking at some places and I just don't really see anything. But isn't it going to make it such bigger headache to go to a storage unit? My parents already have a storage unit. Got it. So you you already have. I thing. already made the mistake in the past when I moved back there. I got a storage unit, and it was not worth it. Because yeah, it was like, like the amount that I was paying and I went for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. So like the amount that I was paying, it was like I could have gotten all new shit anyway. Right. Like most of the shit was, cheap, was shit. cheap anyway. But now it's like I have a bed I really like. So I'm just going to put it in storage. Forget about it. Yeah. So it's like really exciting. Talking no, about, it is. Talking about moving, storage units. And so what's described to me your perfect place that you're looking for? I need. You want your own place? Yes. So you're not going to have a roommate at your no. next place? One bedroom or two? Or studio? One. 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 You're looking for one bedroom, not one a studio. One bedroom. Lots of light. Lots of light. We need lots of light. In Los Feliz, you said? Los Feliz, yeah. Or Silver Lake or just one of them? Somewhere on the east side. So east side. Echo Park. Echo Park, one bedroom, lots Los of light. Los Feliz. Echo Park, Los Feliz. I will do Atwater. I know that's even further Atwater east. Village? Is that yes. Okay. I would like that. Somewhere that maybe if I want a dog, I could have a dog. Okay, so dog friendly. Lots of light. 420 friendly. That's easy. You could just you could just do it. No matter lie. Where. Yeah, lie. Same my th- therapist. Yeah. Would your real therapist ever say that? No, my, ther- my real therapist calls weed grass. Oh, he's an <laughs> old man? <laughs> yeah. And is he for you smoking it or against it? Depends on the day. He says only smoke it when you're in a good state of mind or what? He just says um, I should control my impulses around it. Meaning? Meaning like. Don't, you, don't smoke it all day every day. Just smoke it. Yeah. Don't. Treat yourself with it. Right. Don't overindulge in the, in the I in think, grass, I which is not bad You could smoke, smoke. I said smoke. You could smoke as much grass as you want as long as. It doesn't affect you negatively. So if you're the type where you smoke and it makes you a little tired, then you should only do it on special occasions where you don't got a lot to do. But if you could smoke and get everything done and be functional and creative and be your best self, then smoke it as much as you want. I think it's like a fine line, you know? Yeah. I like because I find when I smoke in the middle of the day, if I have shit I need to do, then it just doesn't serve me. But after, it's a fun reward. Yeah. So so you like just rewarding yourself with it. I like rewarding myself with pot. It's interesting because you have a lot of pot things in your life, like a pot podcast mm-hmm. and 
It's like a fashion podcast, but we talk about pot. But then I also have my uh, or, or you've done science. a pot, yeah, stone science. That's stone what science, I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, it's a sh- so you uh, have like series. you go to a lot of pot events. Yeah, so I, I'm very active in the pot community. But I never really have you always been like I've never really looked at you and thought, oh, Sarah, the pothead, the stoner chick. I've always thought, oh, Sarah comedian nice fashionable yeah i mean it's interesting because yeah i've always been a pothead yeah it isn't i, guess. I just kind of separate it like i'll never smoke before i go on stage okay because um the times that i've done that it's ended really terribly every time mm, it just like if it's like an open mic i'll go on stage high a little bit yeah, that's okay. fine because it's whatever the stakes aren't high but i've had and uh i had one really bad experience with an edible that um i never go on oh stage edibles i can't do i think yeah. i'm allergic you're allergic i think i'm allergic to edibles i could smoke and be pretty good but if i have an edible i don't feel good i fall asleep i can't drive yeah I, your body processes it differently than if you just like yeah it drug. feels like a real drug when i do yeah an edible it goes through your liver it's a whole thing yeah so can you build up a tolerance to edibles or yeah no? fast so if you eat a lot of edibles yeah. they'll become less effective yeah wait, maybe that's what it is for me i only do them yeah every six months like you, or, well now i don't i just don't do edibles they fuck me up too much you would have to do a really small amount like you'd have to eat like a five milligram and you'd be fine yeah. Or like 10 milligram. But like right. if you were to eat like 25, 30 milligram, you'd be fucked up. But even when I don't have a tolerance for smoking and I smoke a flat, fat blunt to myself, I'm pretty, f- I'm fine. Maybe I'll be really stoned. Yeah, it's but just because your body processes it yeah. differently. But yeah, it's just interesting because pot has always just been something that I've done. Since what age? 14. And were your parents always cool with it or not really? No. I mean, I just didn't, it was kind of like don't ask, don't tell when I was like a kid. Oh, really? So they didn't, that means they didn't really care. I mean, if they would have caught me with weed, it would have been a problem for sure. But then I don't really drink. Like I drank in high school and a little in college and then a little bit at the comedy store, like a little bit. I would like, I had like a phase where I went out in Hollywood before I started stand up and I yeah. like got to like nightclubs, like <laughs> dumb bitch. Like, yeah. Oh, nice. Like crazy, like outings with like. You're from here? Yeah. So I had like a crazy phase like that. Um, the nightclub, Sarah. Yeah. Before I started stand up, I had like fake ID and I did that. I've, fi- I've noticed that stand up is a kind of a positive influence on a lot of people it gets them to focus and get their life in order yeah before that they had nothing no drive nothing they're potheads they go out and party and then they're like oh now they have goals and ambitions yeah so it's healthy for them yeah so like because of that and because i love stand-up it kind of keeps me in check with like the amount that i'll like consume indulge yeah yeah i got for me weed uh got me kicked out of my parents house when i was 19 i was or 18 i forget how old i was but they caught me growing it in this old in your closet tool shed yeah it was like a closet tool shed in their house you find out how you do that at the tech convention the <laughs> internet pretty close and i was like i had really nice ballast and lights and i was really into hydroponic and i was making it really j- legit i painted all the walls white and had foil on the walls and I had a girlfriend at the time we were working on it together and one day they left and we took out the plants to clean the room and then turns out they didn't leave. So they came downstairs and there's just all these weed plants outside. And my mom right then there said, get out of my house. 
get your stuff and get out of my house. You and no longer what? live here. So this was right before college. Did you bring I the think. plants? No, she. Oh yeah, she ripped the plants. She took the plants, ripped them out, and snapped them. No, right in front of my eyes. She snapped them. Yeah, she snapped. How long these were you plants. working on this for? A few months, a couple months. Did you feel devastated? I was. I wasn't. I was more concerned with getting in trouble from her than I was about the plants. Like it was devastating yeah. all that work. Like it was like, oh no, the plants. But it wasn't. I wasn't thinking. Fuck, she just ruined all those plants. I was thinking, damn, I got caught. And I'm kicked out of the house. So I went and stayed with my girlfriend for a little bit. And then oh, I went shit. away to college. Did her parents care? Uh, They didn't. It was one of those things where her parents, her mom was just kind of, she said, like, I don't want Ari spending the night here from the start of our relationship. But we would just do it anyway. And she kind of just gave up. So she wasn't scary she was like, basically whatever. She, she was easily taken advantage of we just didn't care my parents and i wasn't like, trying no. to be disrespectful it just happened like i just need a place to sleep because i was growing those weed plants and i got busted i didn't say that and i didn't like move my stuff it wasn't like i moved in your toothbrush i kind of was just gone all day at work and then i would fall asleep with her in her bed and then college started and i would went to college so you never went back to your parents after that I've now I'll go back for the holidays and stuff like they'll let me stay there, but I have not lived there since since the weed plants since they kicked me out. I have not. Is like, that a, is that home. a subject that's like touchy? If you no. were to bring it up. No. Are they cool about it now since you're fine now? Yeah. Now I'm an independent adult. So at the time I was an adult, but I still lived with them. Right. So I wasn't uh, the way they thought about it is they're still the boss of me until until and now now there's nothing even if they might not like it if i grew weed but i'd say well what are you gonna do about it yeah nothing because you don't control me or do anything for me wow yeah you're not gonna snap my plants in half. yeah you snap my plants i'm pressing charges <laughs> she called the police on me a couple times growing up too lori lori yeah she called the police on you mm-hmm. for doing what? One time, I threatened to kill her and the whole family. You went school shooter. And I was whole like family. a little kid, and we were in an argument. And I was like, "I'm gonna kill all of you," like that type of thing. Didn't mean it. I was like a kid, just saying, talking crazy. And she goes, "Oh, are you?" Called the cops just to fuck with me. Did they come? Yeah. No, she didn't. Yeah. She called the cops on you. Yeah. Several times. That was just one time. One other time. What happens when they show up? They know that it's just like a family argument. But if you did that in LA, they'd be like, fuck you, we're not coming. No, I think they'd come. But like. If you th- call the cops and say, I want you to come, they'll come. Yeah, Might take them a few hours. It'll take them a few hours. Yeah, this took By them then, a few hours. You're like, okay. Yeah, it was one of those the things. LAPD. It had already settled down. I was like on the computer and she's like, Ari, there's someone here to see you. And I go in the hallway and there's cops. And I'm like, here we go. No. And, and like. He kind of knew, like, it was one of those things where he was just wanted to appease my mom. Like, he, he, he's like, come follow me, son. And I'm with them. And it was literally like, let's just talk, make your mom happy. And so well, would you do that to your kid? No, it was so dumb. He showed me the cop car. He just like, he brought me in the cop car and I, not, <laughs> not in the back seat. Like, he didn't handcuff me or anything. He's like, here, come check out my car. And we just like talked for a little bit. 
and he's like, you're good. He's like, all right. And then he's like, is everything, is, is there going to be a problem here? Like in front of me and my mom. And I go, no, sir. And he goes, okay, don't, don't have this happen again. I go, I won't. It was one of those things. No. Yeah. And then another time they called him, not him, a different, it was a different cop each time. They called the cops because I like was beating up my brother, my younger brother. Beating the shit out of him. I mean, didn't break any bones or anything. I just, he was probably annoying me and Which I socked father? him or something. I don't remember. Could have been Milan. Who's the brother. therapist now? You. Me. Yeah. Yeah. You ever got the, go- you ever been arrested? No. Not once? No. Handcuffed? Oh, maybe when I was on the back of a... I got pulled over by a cop while I was on the back of a bike. It was just a a regular mountain bike with my high school... No, college lover. Not boyfriend? Lover? Lover. Not boyfriend. You were not in a relationship with this man. I wanted to be. But he He didn't didn't. Damn. He wore a lot of tie dye at the time. Why didn't he? Why didn't he want to be? He's like, I don't want to be tied down. He was trying down. to smash everyone in the town. Was he? And you yeah. knew it, but you didn't care. No, I cared. But it was not unhealthy. You cared, you cared, but you didn't. You I were didn't still, stop hanging you were like, out with I'm him. gonna stop. Yeah. I was like, I like this tie dye thing that's going on. You're weak. I to like the that he had dreads, he even though dreads? he was white. Oh, he was white God. with dreads. You have some bad. I've had some taste. phases. I've dated some like different people. Um, yeah. So I'm like leaving the dive bar on the back of my lovers. White guy with dreads. dreads. Are you still in contact tie-dye. with this guy? Does he still have dreads? No, I don't know where he is. So I'm on the back of the bike. He's on the front of the bike. (sighs) Is that how it happened? Yeah, we get pulled over. Cops are like, I don't know what happens, but basically he gets off first and he gets to bike home and I'm just there alone, (laughs) drunk. Wait, wait, wait. Did I get the handcuffs put on me? I think so. He says to you, to the guy, you go home, but you get in trouble? How do you get? Something happens like that. That seems unfair. It also seems like a blur because there's alcohol involved. Oh, you were drunk? Yeah. Got it. So you basically got drunk in public. I didn't get anything. You Somehow didn't get I got tra- off. You didn't get an actual charge, but they you were getting reprimanded purse. for it. They looked for my purse. I don't know why I added like a D to the word purse. I think I said pursed. I think most of the time, from my experience with cops, there's some that have a chip on their shoulder, for sure. But most of the time, if they can tell that you have no... like ill will intent that you're not a punk basically that you're and you're respectful to them and you say yes sir no sir they let you off pretty easy it's the only times cops will bust you is if you're being a dick to them or if you're you you have the potential to cause harm to others if you're if you're driving drunk you have the potential to injure someone else so they're going to get you in trouble but if you're drinking on the library stairs by yourself and you and they come up and you go i'm sorry the for library stairs <laughs> that happened to me once yeah you were drinking on the library I, was, I, was, stairs. I had a bong i was with a couple of friends and we had a bong <laughs> that we're passing out and on the library stairs like one one or two in the morning and we're like chugging beers in san diego this was in santa cruz where of i went course to college it was. you went to uc santa cruz I went to UC Santa Cruz. you were a banana slug i was a banana slug yeah oh shit and a cop came and we were just caught red-handed there was no there was no even like hide the bong it was just like yep this is what we're doing and we were just like yep i'm sorry but about santa cruz yeah that's the part cop of it probably hit the bong 
No, that, that was funny. They said, uh, yeah, that's they said, uh, spill out the wine, the beers that are unopened, you guys could keep. That's what no. he said. Yeah, and he's like, get out of here. That's yeah. so Santa Cruz from yeah. what I hear. Yeah, he made us, we had this giant jug of like Carlo Rossi or whatever it's called. Yeah, that like cheap the, wine. Yeah, like cheap giant wine in this giant glass jug. And he's like, spill that, spill the rest of that out. And then he's like, are those beers unopened? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, is there anyone here that's 21? And I was like, I'm 21. And he's like, all right, you guys can keep that. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm a cool cop. What was your major? Film and digital media. Oh. That's cool. Where I didn't learn anything. You didn't? What was your major? Communications. Another useless, useless. major. Yeah. Useless. My useless. minor? Did you have a minor? I didn't have one. What was yours? Organizational leadership. <laughs> Also, Imagine, useless. Could that be, was that a major option too? Could you major in organizational leadership? I don't know. I think it was only a minor. Only a minor, yeah. Could you imagine? It was like so ridiculous. You majored in organizational leadership. It was so dumb. It was like you go on to manage an Applebee's. They'd be that? like, they'd be like, okay, um, so today for organization, we're gonna do some activities. It was like fun activities, but then the teacher who was in charge of leadership, he was obsessed with playing his guitar. It was like this acoustic guitar. So I think it was just you like hippie stuff. I like hippie stuff. I did like a Buddhist like meditation thing in college. And wow. Do yeah. you identify as a Buddhist? No. I just like experiences. Yeah, experiences are cool. Have you ever been to any Buddhist countries? No. Neither have I. I'd like to go to India or Thailand. I would too. I've done like Check a transcendental out. meditation class that I liked. That was cool. It was like a four-hour workshop. Damn. I was like just different like cultural stuff, I guess, but I don't really go too hard. I like Ram Dass. It's like Buddhist teachings, I think. But you, you're just interested in them. You, yeah. Do you ever leave going, I'm this now. I'm going to incorporate this into no, my life. No, I don't life. go too far. Deep. Yeah. I dabble and then I get over things. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, you this is interesting. Out. I'll listen to like a few of their teachings or read a book and then I'll get bored and move to like the next Do you ever thing. go to the Church of Scientology just to dabble? No, but I know you do. Seems like you're pretty close-minded. Yeah, it's just like they all look too scary for me. Too scary? Those outfits. Do you have any other issues you want to talk about besides moving? No. Okay. Then we're going to take some calls. We're going to take yeah. some calls? Yeah, we're going to take a couple calls here. Who's going to call? Um, they're not live calls, some voicemails. People leave you voicemails? Yeah, so we're going to this is for um this is people who want your advice. Oh, really? Or mine. This is from Kyle Maraglio. So I just don't know what to do. I woke up this morning. I could barely get out of bed. Finally, when I got out of bed, I walked to the kitchen and my slipper got caught on the door frame. So, I can't. you know, what am I going to do about that? And then I go into the refrigerator and there's no milk for my cereal. So I guess my real question is, what medication can I take for that? What? 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 You can't take a medication. Let's play it one more time. So, so I just I don't, don't know it. what to do. I... Woke up this morning. I could barely get out of bed. Finally, when I got out of bed, I walked to the kitchen and <laughs> my slipper got caught on the door frame. So, you know, what am I going to do about that? And then I go oh, into the refrigerator 
and there's no milk for my cereal. So I guess my real question is... Let's skip this guy. Wait. It's not a real problem. Well, do you think he's fucking with us? Yeah, he said, I don't know what to do. I can't get out of bed. And then when I go to bed, he's depressed. I caught my slipper on the door frame. <laughs> I, I thought and then I don't funny. have milk for my cereal. So what am I going to do about that? That's how he said. Get milk. Don't get it caught on the door frame. He wants a pill to fix. A his, pill? Is what it seems like. Get Oxycontin, dude. Take a bunch of oxy. Just give up. <laughs> yeah. Give up. That's what slipper? I said. Slipper? Okay. And then my slipper. My slipper got caught in my door frame, so I don't <laughs> know what to do about that. Did you listen to it? Yeah. Before? Twice. No, no. That was my this first time listening. your first time listening to Yeah, I don't scream. I thought though. you were fucking with me. No, that guy was fucking with both of us. Me more so, because he didn't know you were going to be the guest. Well, you said they had questions for me, so that well, was a lie. It's just questions for us. It's questions for us. Okay, this is from Valerie. Shrementi. Valerie Scrimini. Hi, I'm 41 years old and I'm a single mom. I have two kids. Sorry, it's so My low. question is, what is with the mood swings of my 13-year-old boy? He has gone from easygoing, happy-go-lucky kid to this teenager that everybody talks about and it's so true. I would just like to know better ways of dealing with it and how I can handle it and be a better parent and be more patient and understand these mood swings. So I would just like some insight on this whole teenager thing. Thanks. <laughs> okay. I think personally, uh, she's talking about like being a good parent. When you're 13... And you're a, a boy. You don't need much parenting at that point. Most of the time, unless he's doing criminal I think activities. They do. I don't. I think. I think that's when they need. You think so? Yeah. When I was thirteen, I wanted to be left alone. Yes, to a we'll certain to degree. You. Yeah. If, you uh, can't I mean, just leave them completely alone. I mean, like, alone. listen. If know what they're up to. I'm not saying let them go rob liquor stores or go do drugs. But if if your kid is not getting is Getting a, doing fine in school, getting decent grades, not out until the middle of the night is up from what you can tell is doing okay. That's that's about it. That's all the parenting you need to do when they're thirteen is make sure they're not on drugs and make sure they're doing okay in school. Right, but I also do think like you need to talk to them to some degree. You do, otherwise they develop issues more like bigger issues. I mean, you be like, there you if they want to talk. Right, but like I do think that like getting them off their like technology sure. is a big thing. Take them out to dinner once a week. Take them out to dinner. Make, yeah. Give make them dinner. Make sure you're spending quality time with them. Out. Make sure that they're not getting lost. But in not technology. too much. Don't force quality time. Say hey, it's I. You could say it's not too much to want to eat dinner with you once a week. What are you saying? Just ignore them and let them go off on their own. Let them just do Fortnite all night and jack I mean, off. Don't force parenting down their throats. Not forcing it down their throats, but you can make it in a way that it's not even parenting. It's like, do you want to have some friends over and we can go do, I can take you guys all out to go do this. At age 13? Or drop them off somewhere. I don't know. I think that like you have to be careful with their technology if they're like having a lot of mood swings. 
because I think that that really influences kids and I can't imagine how like if we had the technology that we have now when we were like 13 right yeah I guess when I was 13 I didn't have all the social media and stuff right so it's like I would really kind of like parent them in that way because it's like who knows what they're dealing with maybe his ex-girlfriend's sure. posting some shit maybe he didn't get invited somewhere and now he's seeing it I mean, check his room for weapons Make sure he doesn't have drugs or weapons in yeah. his room. Maybe take away all cords. Yeah, when he's at school, you could go through some stuff. Maybe. Maybe buy an extra know. hand lotion. For his masturbation? Yeah. I mean, every 13-year-old kid masturbates, that's for sure. Yeah. But you got to let them. If you stop a kid from masturbating. They then could, they become. Yeah, then they're real weird. You got to let them masturbate. Yeah, you can't. Well, I mean, he'll find a way. There's might be fun to try and stop him, but you won't be able to. Whoa, I feel like you're like um, reliving some of your youth just then. Like, well, when I was you just 13, have to leave him alone, well, and if he, he'll find a way to jack off anywhere. <laughs> when, I, when I was thirteen, I got sent away to military school. Oh shit! I wasn't even living with my parents. Okay. I was at a camp with a bunch of other thirteen-year-old kids. Did you like that? Um. I don't know. I'm indifferent about it. There was pros and cons to it. But, I mean, don't send your kid to military school unless he's hates you. Were you acting up? I just hated my mom when you I was did. a kid. Yeah. I wanted to get away. I wanted to be a man. If your kid wants to be a man... Let him be a man. Let him be a man. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm a proponent of... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, it sounds like it's broke. That's why she's calling in. She said he's just a moody 13-year-old kid. That's that's every 13-year-old kid, guy and girl. Yeah, they're being going a 13-year-old yeah. girl's real bad. They're insecure. They're going through shit. You, you let, leave them be, they'll figure it out. Unless they can't figure it out, then... Well, maybe he needs a therapist. No, 13-year-old, that's whack. It just depends on the degree to Is which there, he's being moody. Right. Yeah. Maybe and he like needs how, what he's doing. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, we don't have enough details. Is he suicidal? Is he? Is he just getting in fights? What do you mean? Is he getting picked on? Is he being cyber yeah. bullied? Is he a cyber bully? Cyber bully. Is he sending dick pics? Is he is getting cyber dick bullying pics? really a thing? Is that a real thing? <sighs> is that an actual phenomenon? There's if they're okay, if cyber, I'll tell you. Say this: if cyber bullying is a thing. Then I get cyberbullied all the time because people rip me new ones on the internet. So you're a victim of cyberbullying. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? No, I'm okay. Okay. Well, I don't care. I, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty. I'm pretty good at ignoring the hate. I've, all I'm kinds getting of hate good on at the it. internet. Yeah. I'm getting. Do you good. get a lot of hate on the internet? I'd say so. Anytime a video of mine is doing <laughs> well. People comment and say, this guy sucks. He's a rapist and a pedophile. Nobody says that about you. Are you kidding me? What video? What are you talking about? Well, it got about? taken down, but Laugh Factory posted a video of me doing my teacher joke, and I got all these people calling me a rapist and a pedophile. That's a great joke, your teacher joke. Thanks. Were Not they teachers the that you pissed off? Some of them are teachers. Most of them were anti-pedophiles. Oh, you don't have any pet. Oh. Could I say if she's 17 and keeps her mouth shut? At the end of the joke. Oh, it's a good joke. Thanks. But, yeah, so I got a lot of hate for it. So now the video's down? Video's down. Which means I could keep doing it, I guess. He's got a great joke. Oh, well. One more call. I think that's his full. 
Oh, it does. Okay. What is One that more mean? joke. Well, th- we're now in audio only is what that means. I didn't realize that it was full. Okay. I think it just went. May have forgotten to clear it. I never thought of reaching out for someone to help me. I always thought I had to do it on my own. But the pain, this emptiness, the loneliness that I feel, I can no longer do it on my own. Drinking only makes it worse. Can you help me? I need help. That's Jordan Williams. Sounds pretty, uh... He's got a seductive voice. Sounds... Are you okay, Hello. I never thought of reaching out for someone to help me. I always thought I had to do it on my own. But the pain, this emptiness, the loneliness that I feel, I can no longer do it on my own. Okay. Drinking only makes it worse. I think he needs to go to AA. I need help. Well, he's saying drinking isn't helping. He's saying he doesn't have a drinking problem. He's saying he tried drinking to make it help, but, but that didn't work. But it sounds like he has a drinking problem. I think some type of 12-step program. Maybe he's been drinking and now he's come to the realization that he doesn't have any coping skills. That's what it sounds like. Because he's like, drinking only makes it worse. Okay, so you say he needs to go to AA. Hey, it's a community. It sounds like he's alone. He says he's alone. Any type of 12-step program will give you some type of community. Yeah, so I mean, that'll take some long. I would try that. I would say try that. Unfortunately, AA and 12-step programs don't work for most people. So I'd say give it a shot. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't work for you, join meetup.com. I think give it like a few different sessions. A few different. Give it like five or six AA meetings. Yeah, yeah. Give it a real shot. If you try that, um, exercise. Yeah, exercise. Make sure that you're not wasting all your life on social media. Because if you're lonely... Yeah, that could make things worse. Or better, I mean, DM a few random girls. Or guys. On Instagram. Or yeah, whatever you're into. Yeah. Follow I mean, some like animal accounts. Yeah, follow some fluffy animals. Maybe get an animal. You're lonely? Man's get a best dog. Friend. Get a little dog. Get a dog. Take yeah. it to the dog park. Get a new job. Maybe you need to shake up your job. A lot of people make friends at their jobs. P- pick up cooking. Try cooking. Are you uh, going to like that as much? Yeah, no, I mean, if he's into cooking, cooking's not very sociable, though. I guess it can be if you take a class. If you start cooking, then you could have people over. He needs to meet those people first, though. Oh, yeah, okay, he's right. All right, well. Try a 12-step program. Try 12-step. Are you in a 12-step? No, not right now. Me neither. But give it a shot, man. Give it a shot. Make some friends. Anything else you want to say to the world? No. plug? Check out my podcast, Shank, S-H-E-N-K. Follow me at Princess Shank on Twitter, Instagram for show dates. And thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.